Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg on a beautiful Saturday morning. and uh, That can be a mouthful. It was. And how you doing this morning, Ronnie? Clear your throat. If I could if I could get rid of these sinuses, I'd be great. Well, I like them shiny new headphones you got on there. You look like a spaceman or something. I think these are the ones that Tyler bought on Amazon. Yeah, okay. where, where did you get those? I, I'm, they look pretty good. Yeah, real I, good. I think I think Tyler got these. Well, this is this is the ones I think he was complaining about people messing with. Well, they're still they still are. Still I are. am. And good morning to you, uh, Gene. How you doing, Gene Murphy from uh, Murphy's Law? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. It's good to see everybody this morning. Good to see you, and good to have you here. And we'll get some uh, some of the local flavor from you here in just a minute. And we got, of course, Greg. How you doing this morning? Well, I, I got up this morning, and, and that start. was a plus. That was a plus, and, and I felt pretty good, and I felt real good because uh, I knew I was uh, we was going to go pick up one of my favorite cousins and somebody that's done a heck of a lot for the show. And, behind uh, the scenes. Behind the scenes and the Budmore Engineering website, and that's unbelievable, Lanny McKinney, and he hasn't gotten a whole lot of credit about nothing, but we finally got him up here, and uh, Lanny, this, this – Tell us, tell us what, what, how you got started with the thing and how you went to Uncle Bud and how it all went. <coughs> went to start the site. Went from there and got things started. Lanny, you were the only one that actually had thought of it at that point, and you stepped forward and done it. And within just a few months, the the family was totally amazed, and uh, including us with the radio station because you were helping that so much. But we're glad to have you on here. And uh, like I say, anything else you you, you want to add or uh, or well, Lanny, how long how long have you been doing the website? Twins, 15, 20 years. Well, that's amazing. 15 or 20 years is a long time to do anything. <laughs> it is. And you put all of our, our shows that you can record and and have it as a podcast for us. Yeah. Well, we want you to know how much we appreciate that. Welcome. Thank you so much. And, uh, Greg, we appreciate you bringing him in here this morning. And, uh, you can come in. You're you're welcome to come in any time and and do the show with us, Lanny. He, really, he's done a bunch, and uh, I think he's amazed the entire Moore family, the ones that can get on a computer, and at, at what he's done. And he, like I say, he has done it for a long time, and uh, we just hope he keeps on doing it. 
Well, if you want to go to a, a podcast, just go to the podcast and choose Start Your Engines, and it'll pop up. And he's got all the he's got uh, most of the shows on there uh, after like week five or six. And um, the only one that he's he's got one that we don't even have, which was when we did the remote from Holden Marine, and we had Dale Inman. But he's a uh, I'm going to give him this uh, flash drive that we keep the other shows on, and he's going to have all our shows on the on the podcast and we will uh you'll be able to pull those up on your computer or phone or whatever and and listen to them but uh we appreciate everything you do lanny and so gene you got some uh local stuff you'd like to touch on here before we go to break yeah i was just gonna uh, mention a few things going on uh cherokee speedway uh they got rained out last week that was gonna be their fan appreciation night well they're gonna try it again tonight that's gonna be uh uh, five dollars to get in the grandstand uh, and they're gonna have nine divisions of racing so you can't beat that deal five dollars for nine divisions of racing and they're also having some money giveaways uh so it all be a, a fun time tonight at the place your mama warned you about at cherokee speedway in gaffney <laughs> and uh and i listened to her unfortunately i didn't go but i, I may have to slide over there well you know a lot of us have been hard-headed about that and it just it just suckers you right in once you go that first time and uh, at Harris Speedway tonight, they're also running. They're racing seven divisions. Uh, they're headlined by the Jimmy Fat Cat Hill Memorial Pure Stock Race. And uh, Lawrence County Speedway is also racing tonight with a lot of things going on. They're raising money for uh, uh, kind of a, well, for a real sad deal, funeral and medical expenses for a, a little one-year-old boy drowned last week. Oh, no. And uh, so they're going to have an auction, among other things. And so if you overrun Lawrence County Speedway uh, – they can get over there. I've seen where they're going to have driver door panels. A lot of stuff's been donated to raise some money. And uh, tonight, uh, of course, is the big dirt million race in Mansfield, Ohio. It's the second largest paying dirt lake mile race ever. And uh, how much would that be? Well, they're supposed to give the final count right after driver introductions tonight. But as of yesterday, it's 189000 to win. To win? Yeah. And, uh, that, total, that, that's incredible. The total purse is up around three hundred seventy-eight thousand. Where's this at? Mansfield, Ohio, Mansfield Speedway. Oh, and uh, last night they had two dual uh, races. Uh, the, the, they took the top four out of each each one. Uh, Daryl Lanigan won the first one, and Jonathan Davenport won the second one. And uh, they took the top four out of each of them, so they won't have to run. Those eight there won't have to run heat races tonight. The rest of the field is going to be set for through heat races and all tonight in provisionals. And uh, it's it's uh, one of the biggest events of the year. It's going to be real interesting. And if you uh, if you want to catch it, you can see uh, go to dirtondirt.com and order it on pay per view. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a big deal. Like I say, it's the biggest uh, payday since the uh, Dirt Million back in two thousand one at Eldora. Uh, what Eldora mean that Donnie Moran won, and uh, Dan, Jonathan Davenport carried a 155 point lead into Mansfield last night over Bloomquist and Lucas Oil points, uh, and then touching on the World Outlaws are off this weekend, and uh, many of those regulars are at Mansfield going for that money. Madden he took the weekend off, so Chris Madden's not up there, but. There's a 77 entrance entered this thing for tonight and get down to a field of 24 to 26, I guess. So, like I say, one of the biggest ones of the year. And 
I would imagine right there at race time, if it's getting close to right at 200000 somebody could probably go ahead and kick it in and make it 200000 You know, that's exactly what I was going to say. 189000 you know, I was saying, well, throw in another grand and make it at least one hundred ninety. But, yeah, how about a... How about getting it on up to two hundred thousand yeah. to to win? That's a that's a season's worth of winning. Oh yeah, it, it would easily make somebody's year. And like Daryl Lanigan won one of those uh, features last night, one of those preliminary features to set the field for tonight. And Lanigan hadn't had a a good year. His year has been off. This is just his uh, well, this is his first Lucas Oil win this year, and uh, just his second win overall. So somebody like it that could maybe sneak in and win this thing, man. It just that, that's one way to turn you turn a year around really and uh so that's that's what's gonna be one everybody's watching and and it's been one everybody's been looking forward to to seeing and uh and then going back to cherokee the fan appreciation night that went over real well the other month and uh, they did a you know a previous one five dollars get in and i seen where the money giveaway tonight's gonna be they, they've already got the half and half money at over a thousand dollars and it'll just grow tonight so somebody will walk away tonight with with uh over a thousand dollars half and half money so that'll be something big for the fans and it's just you know it's uh it's right here and getting in the toward the racing starting to wind down the, the weather's getting cool the weather's getting great oh yeah weather's been awesome the last few days too it's and Spe- I, especially it, early in the morning yeah, it hadn't hurt my feelings at all, this, this low humidity, and it's been nice. I'm a third shifter, so coming home in the morning, I'll just crack the windows on down, and it's been a nice, cool ride home. I think it was Thursday. I went to therapy for, um, by the way, off crutches and canes and everything for the first time since June, and uh, I was going to therapy Thursday morning about 8 o'clock, and it was like, goodness, I, maybe I should have worn longer pants. It's, it feels good out here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of the fall races the be- too. Fall's the best season. Yeah, and, you know, and football rolling around. We're talking yep. about, of course, the show beforehand that precedes us is all football. You know, and it's getting to be football weather and fair weather and you know and a uh, big race weather. You yep. know, and every the engines just they just make more horsepower and they they breathe more in the cold air anyway. So yeah, well that's great. Well, yeah, that is a neat deal, and, and and it is you can you can tell in the fall that uh, it's time to start playing football and for racing to kind of wind down. But at the same time, winding down is when racing gets real serious because you you know you're down to uh, championship points and and different things like that. So the racing really really gets a lot serious. Well, but, we've got a we've got a packed show today, and. Um, I just want to mention here before we go to break that we won't be on next week. Uh, uh, to my understanding, I know uh, next week will be the first week of uh, college football, and South Carolina has got a noon game with a Coastal Carolina. So I think it's pretty much been determined that the uh, 12-hour South Carolina pregame show is going to preempt us from coming on at 10 o'clock next Saturday morning. Pretty much, pretty much. And listen, since we aren't going to be on next week, we would like to mention the ninth annual Rupert Porter Memorial Shrine Race. It's every Labor Day at Anderson Motor Speedway. Make your plans to attend. All proceeds go to the Shriner Hospital in Greenville. This year, the Shrine Race will feature a 100-lap main event for $2,000 to win. Also competing will be the AMS regular divisions, U.S. Legends, Limited, Mini Stocks, Renegades, BM Modifieds, and those fast and fearless front-wheel drives. 
Advanced tickets are twelve dollars each and can be purchased at the Anderson Jockey Lot, Meredith Battery in Anderson, and at the track. Future locations will be announced. You can go to the Anderson Motor Speedway website and get all of the information about the the race. Again, that's next Monday, September the third, Anderson Motor Speedway, which was which is the actual day of Labor Day. Okay, well that's great, and uh, I want to. M- mention here before we uh take our first break that we have quite a guest coming up that greg's uh, lined up for us after the break and that's none other than the great parnelli jones greg how i, I you know you and parnelli go back a long time yep yeah we do and uh him and him and the family and the team uh he was a real big part of budmore engineering uh for several years and uh like i say when you say Parnelli, I mean, let's look at And one of the things that I want to talk to about is open wheel deal. But, I mean, he's just, he's just an incredible driver. Well, we can talk about his Mustangs because that's what he came to Spartanburg to drive. Yeah, and and but he could drive anything. He could. And he, he's just one of, those, one of those drivers that won't ever be forgotten. I mean, his name is just right there well didn't you tell me that when you were talking to him this week he said something about will they remember me or something about remembering him or something oh yeah he said all them people down southeast back there with nascar and stuff don't remember i said parnell <laughs> i think he underestimates himself I, I, yeah he does i said uh, you know parnelli jones and david pearson and mario andretti and aj foyt and richard petty and it, there's a couple others we could throw in there but there, there there's just a handful of them that they'll remember a hundred years from now. And the thing about him, all you got to say is his first name. That's it. Just like with AJ. Just like that's with exactly Eddie. right. Share. Yeah. Share. <laughs> Parnelli's like share. Just one name's all you need. Yeah, that's it. Parnelli's in a different. She drove for somebody else or something. But <laughs> yeah, or something. But uh, yeah, Parnelli. Uh, Parnelli Jones is. Uh, he's beyond legendary and. We're so pleased. We've had him on every year that I've been doing the show full time, and uh, so we're going to have him on after our next break. And uh, that we we've covered a lot of ground with him and talked about some different things. But I'd like to. Uh, I've got a few questions for him, and any of you guys that have anything to say, we got him for I guess a whole fifteen or twenty minutes as long as he wants to go. And um, so we're going to see what he's doing out there in uh, about a quarter after seven in California, where he is, and. We will be right back after these commercials from um, our people that pay the bills. This is Fox Sports Spartanburg, 1400 AM, 98.3 FM. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports, 1498.3 FM. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I ain't plantain. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon whip, no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John B. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. I ain't plantain. 
guys. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. High school football season is rolling, and so is our Friday football frenzy. The frenzy is presented by Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina. The perfect place for your family to get away. The Friday football frenzy. All season long, here on Spartanburg County's home for high school football. Fox Sports 1498 3FM. We spend a lot of time in our cars, so make that time well spent with the help from Elite Audio. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway can upgrade your sound system, add a navigation system, customize your interior, and does custom tires and wheels. And check this out. Elite Audio offers 90 days same as cash with no credit check. All you need is an active checking account and proof of appointment. Visit EliteAudioOnline.com or drop by 1504 Asheville Highway in Spartanburg. At Elite Audio, you dream it, we build it. It's football Season, which means it's time for tailgates. To make your tailgate number one, you need to visit Game Day Barbecue in Duncan. Game Day Barbecue has all your tailgate favorites, including pulled pork, smoked chicken, ribs, and brisket. Match any of those with their eight homemade sides, like mac and cheese or potato salad, and you have a winning team. Game Day Barbecue 165 West Main Street in Duncan opens 10:30 a.m. till 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday. So stop in for lunch or dinner, or call them at 864-249-6787 to cater your event or tailgate. Game Day Barbecue, we do things the old-fashioned way. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim, Joe, and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. It's pretty obvious that the Steak Horse Restaurant and Billiards has billiards, right? It's in their name. But now they are expanding their games to include dart leagues, cornhole, and classic arcade games. Now at Steak Horse, you can shoot unlimited games of pool from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. for only $10. Steak Horse also has some of the best food around, from their famous ribeye steak with steamed veggies and twice-baked potato to my favorite, the St. Louis-style ribs with baked beans and slaw. Visit our friends at Steak Horse Restaurant and Billiards, 2600 East Main Street, Spartanburg, open daily at 11 a.m. The Fox Sports 1400 app is the best way to keep up with Spartanburg Sports Scene. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. Welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and it is my real pleasure to have a gentleman on that we have the privilege of talking to every year from out in California, where it's pretty early in the morning one of the greatest drivers across all platforms of auto racing mr parnelli jones good morning parnelli good morning how are you 
uh, doing great. Nice to have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Parnett, I see, I see you was able to get up. Which it was that, that was good. I figured you got up early in the morning. That's like me and Bud and the rest of us. But, uh, yeah, it's a real it's a real pleasure to, to talk to you every year. And, you know, you just encompass so many things. Uh, starting off with what uh, some of the open wheel stuff. You know, you know, we, we, we know we've talked about the Mustang stuff for for years and a lot of people are listening and but uh how did you go from the sprints up to how did you go in the sprints? Well, you know, I was three time sprint car champion and uh that's probably the most dangerous part of my racing career. I've always said if I had to do it all over again, that'd be the first thing I'd cut out because we lost a lot of race drivers uh, in the sprint car races in open cockpit uh, cars running high bank racetracks at extreme high speeds and stuff like that. And, well, you know, and the racetracks weren't as protective as they do today with the walls and things like that. Well, Parnelli, I guess for us... Single is- guardrails. For us as fans, we were lucky that you were in the sprint cut, sprint races while you were still young and invincible. Yeah. Didn't know any better, so to speak. <laughs> Parnelli, you, um, uh, you ran at the top level of, of course, the sprint cars like you were talking about, and Indianapolis as an Indianapolis 500 winner in 63, stock cars and uh, sports cars and off off road was there one that you uh particularly looked forward to more than the other one that that you uh you actually enjoyed and i know well, you I enjoyed all of them enjoyed but the off-road racing as much as i i did because uh one thing about doing the bar 1000 it was pretty new and it was a long race and it was a fun thing and it was also a lot of fun pre-running the race before going down there and learning a little history with all the Mexican people who lived in the Baja and uh, enjoying their relationship and stuff like that. But it was a lot of fun, and I looked forward to doing it, and I wasn't wasn't a financial thing at all. and It was just something that I enjoyed doing, and and uh, and without you know without being too professional at it. Well, I know you. Uh if my memory serves me correctly you were right in on the the very beginning of the popularity of the off-road racing yeah i was yeah, yeah we did well we had the baja 1000 also ran the baja 500 every year and i was fortunate to win both of them a couple of times and uh it's a big thrill to uh see the lights of la paz for, for an example off the top of the mountain uh, last stretch coming into there, seeing the lights is really a thrill, I tell you. Yeah, that 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 was definitely, and and you know the popularity of that come around, uh, yeah, largely yeah, because yeah. they they had they had a name like Parnell Jones. If I'm not mistaken, didn't uh, it didn't uh, Bill Strop Senior be in, like a navigator, or he rode along with you? Yeah, he rode he, he rode with me and. But, uh, he certainly knew the car real well, and, and was uh, he used to he he cuss me out and call me names and everything else <laughs> when I was doing something wrong. <laughs> he said, "You were going to be stuck out here with coyotes running around us and things like that." You said, "You better slow down." 
know where I'm I'm about to tell you, uh, Bill Strop Sr. is a wonderful guy. And, and, you know, you drove his stock cars, uh, you know, the the orange ones with the white and the blue. And uh, you won races in USAC and NASCAR and, and had really a good career with those two. Yeah, well, Bill was uh, you know he was good in preparation of uh, cars, and cars always really were sharp looking and clean, and prepared really well. His car, you were driving his car when you won Riverside in '67. Is that correct? Uh, yes, we actually. Uh, uh, it's a Ford. Yeah, it was a Ford, and uh, uh, it was kind of a uh, afterthought car, so to speak, but. Anyway, uh, uh, Woods Brothers driver uh, crashed their car, and they came over and pitted for us, and they were a pleasure to make a pit stop. They're so good. Yeah, that, that's the way I remember that. Uh, like I say, the, uh, it was it wound up being Arnelli in, in Strop's car, and you had the Wood Brothers pitting it, and yeah. y'all just hauled the mail. Matter of fact, I can't remember when you didn't haul the mail good. I mean, you know, this, <laughs> this, uh, I know when you, you first started, uh, you know, with the Ford deal and, and we, we got in those deals with the Cougars and the road racing thing. And, uh, we were just in awe to be able to get Parnelli Jones as a driver. I mean, that just, you know, cause he'd run Indy and, you know, all we were was running, you know, NASCAR. And uh, yeah. open wheel was was a lot stronger and more popular, and uh, well, Parnetta is right off the bat. Uh, if the if the engine held up and the pit crew didn't mess up, we won the race, and uh, and that that continued on. And uh, I can't really Parnetta probably made the Boss Mustang and a lot of that stuff thanks to his driving. Uh, it it really made those cars legendary, and they also uh, between him and the other driver George Fulmer, they actually uh, had one of the great. You know, Mark Donahue got him up on the steering wheel where he had to drive. Uh, that was the thing I, I wanted to mention that the, those years in the Trans Am were, I mean, they were unbelievable. The the talent that was there with you know. Revson and Donahue and Penske and Shelby and I know I'm leaving some out. Sam Posey. I mean, the drivers were just unbelievable. Parnelli and you, uh, you uh, helped forward to that championship in what 1969 or 70? I guess it was. Well, in 69 we almost won. We, yeah. We we Firestone that kind of let us down on the development of the tires. We had tires that you could qualify real quick, but it'd go away so fast so fast that you. Uh, couldn't run the whole race on them without losing speed. But uh, anyway, we come back and they developed a better tire. Come back in '70 and we won the championship. If if you look up the Trans Am series, I know on on the internet on Wikipedia it says um, of all the years of the history of of the Trans Am series that 1970 talent wise uh, of the teams and the quality of the of the equipment and everybody involved in it, 1970 was the was the best year in the history of the sport, and Parnelli Jones and George Fulmer and Bud Moore won it. Yeah, well, actually, all the manufacturers were involved. Exactly. 
and they were putting all their efforts in there to win on on Sunday and and sell on Monday, you know. So they had that attitude. Of course, they only won winners so the, for the championship, and that, of course, being Ford and all the rest of the teams just kind of gave up about that time, and the Trans Am thing kind of fell apart after that. Yeah, Challengers and Barracudas and Mustangs and Camaros and Javelins and Firebirds, you name it, and there was a good driver or two driving those cars, and that that was just yeah. was an oh, incredible they had time. Some of the best, yeah. Of course, even Gurney was there. Gurney was a good road racer. He was also one of the guys we had to meet all the time. Well, you know, next year will be uh, uh, the 50th anniversary of those red, white, and, and black mustangs that y'all drove that when you almost won the championship and i just wonder yeah. if ford's doing anything to commemorate that or especially in 2020 which would be the 50th years 50th year yeah. anniversary of the championship i don't know i haven't heard anything from them uh, it's passe i think if they're thinking about tomorrow not in the past <laughs> well i mean you know greg greg you need to you need to call some of your buddies up in uh, dearborn and well we've we've got some interest going from that standpoint oh good uh, you know the 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 red the red black and white ones, uh, which was basically similar colors to the Cougars, uh, re- really run real good. And and but like I say, we had a tire gremlin in '69, and uh, and some things. But basically, what it amounts to is when Parnetti jumped in one of the Mustangs, uh, something had to go wrong. We either had to have a bad pit stop or the motor blow or something, but, but Parnetti was going by, Donahue and Posey and all those other guys, and they were great racers too. It, uh, but it was a, it was a wonderful time in racing, uh, especially for our family and, and for Bud and everything, and uh, it helped put Spartanburg uh, on a map along with the, the stock car thing. But uh, it was amazing to see Parnetti Jones drive one of those mustangs i mean he just it's like river, probably riverside at 70 got wrecked and you know it's just, just incredible parnelli we're talking to parnelli jones from uh, his home out in california on uh, start your engines parnelli we have the southern 500 coming up next week of course it's uh it's on yeah. sunday now instead of labor day but i am looking at the results of the 1956 Southern 500, which was only, I mean, 62 years ago, and and you were there, you were in it, which had to yeah. be, uh, I mean, what an incredible time to be. I mean, that's a pioneer. I mean, that's pioneer stuff when you're when you're running, uh, thinking of a race, you know, that has the longevity as as a Southern 500. And I'm sure you probably don't remember this, but you finished in uh, you finished 50th. Which wasn't too bad. <laughs> well, but the thing about it is, 49th was Herb Thomas, and 51st was Fireball Roberts. So you were actually in yeah. some pretty good company back there. There were there, <laughs> there were only 70 cars in the race. Yeah. Well, actually, it was, you know, cars were uh, tough to keep together about that time. You had to rub the crash wall on one end of the, the guardrail. You had to rub it in the corner to go fast. And, of course, we were running real quick, and... I was diving in underneath and sliding up in front of them and everything else. And finally, we had some engine problem, and so I came in the pit and I was working on. It. I got down quite a ways at that point, 
And so uh, Marvin Porter wanted to take a ride, and he fell out earlier. And so I let him get in my car and drive it. And uh, he got in, and he said he kept going into turn three at that time, which you had the card rail that you had to rub. He, he said, guys started backing off for me, so I couldn't believe what was happening. But I had been diving underneath him, sliding up in front of him, banging the wall on the rail in the right rear but anyway uh, we didn't finish for the race and you know in top order and that's why we were way back 50th I I <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm proud of 50th well yeah I would say it, it's a proud thing that you uh, that you're even in in a race that you know that long ago that's so historic and and now you know they do the, all the the throwback paint schemes and everything and uh yeah. it'd be great to see a, a and they do well i won't get into that that's for another time but some of the i don't agree with some of the paint jobs that they do i, I think they ought to be reminiscent of the the race itself so uh but they, at least they're they're thinking in the right direction but parnelli i know that uh you actually have four uh grand national wins to your credit one being the riverside race when you drove for bill strop but i guess yeah. the other ones were um when they used to uh, count the West Coast races as as Grand National races as well, and I guess you drove for Vel Melitich then. Well, it was Vel, yeah, Vel Ford, uh, and uh, who was my sponsor all along, and uh, he was uh, actually he was on a sponsor when we won Riverside as well. That's right. That's uh, right. He actually owned the car, I think, at the time. Yeah, you know, uh, right now you mentioned that part, Andy. Wasn't it you uh, yeah, and he was uh, a good. He well, I, later I became partners with him in the real estate business and, and the Ford dealership and everything else. He was a great sponsor, but he was also a great partner. But uh, you and Vale uh, ran a car. I think it was the Johnny Lightning Special. That's person. right. And uh, yeah, who's the famed crew chief? Perry. Well, Al Unser drove the car at uh and um. I'm trying to think of the the crew chief they had. They had they just. Just had it all going together. Uh, George Bignotti. George Bignotti, that's Bignotti, right. Bignotti, yeah. George Bignotti was crew chief, and, and Parnelli and Vail were, were. So Parnelli had a very successful venture in IndyCar as a car owner. That's right. So, like I say, he's the. Uh, and Jim Delamater was uh, also uh, one of the mechanics that was my head head guy out for, for Al Unser. And they're honoring him coming up here just recently. They told him that uh, they wanted to honor him as one of the mechanics of uh, those days. Well, I, you know, um, the combination of, of that, that Johnny Lightning special when they won Indy uh, 70 and 71, you know, two years in a row, I mean, it was it was, it was was domination. You guys were just kicking it. I mean, you all were at the top. Well, we did in 1970. It was, was really awesome. We led a, <clears throat> I think we led 190 of the 200 laps. Wasn't quite that easy in uh, in uh, sixty or seventy one, but uh, we were fortunate to win then too. <clears throat> well, I, you know, it's just uh, I have a a special place in my heart for Indianapolis, and everybody here knows it. I want to if if I mention a name, I, I would just be curious to see what you would have to say, and that would be uh, Tom Carnegie, that great announcer they had at Indianapolis. Yeah. He was something, wasn't he? Oh, he was, yeah. I know Greg is uh, very impressed by 
Tom Carnegie's voice when the way he would just call it out. It was there was nobody. Well, he had a voice that uh, kind of everybody remembered and was part of the five hundred. It was it was something else. I know uh, Perry had actually been to the Indies several 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 times uh, before we ever made it, and uh, you know when they started the Brickyard, and we went up there on testing, and he was giving out lap times and different things, and he's just got one of those voices that, that just exonerates yeah. the magic of Indy. Yeah, and uh, and and Sid Collins as well. Do you, you remember? Sure. Yeah, that was the good old days in Indy. Yeah. Well, you know, they, uh, I tell you, Indianapolis still to this day, and I say this on the show every year, as far as I'm concerned, it, it it's always the best race of the year. <laughs> I mean, as far as the stuff to watch on television, there's, I don't think you'll ever see segments and, and a halftime or, you know, any of that stuff. The Indianapolis 500 uh, is just, to me, it's the top race, and you were fortunate enough to, fortunate enough to run it you know and and win it and and with the turban and everything and it's just um it's just a legendary career that you've had parnelli yeah well i always you know i fell out leading the race just a few laps to go with the turban car and i kicked myself in the butt all the time by not being a little easier on the car going out of the pits thing had a lot of torque and it would just accelerate out of the pits real hard, but if I'd have just eased it out of the pits a little bit, the bearing in the rear end would have held up, and I'd have won. I've kicked myself in the butt all the time over that. 51 years later, you're still kicking yourself? Still kicking myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say Getting one thing. kick out of myself. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that was a park break, and, but Parnet uh, had that race over up too, but uh, he's not the only one that lost that one at the end. It's happened but, happened quite a bit. But 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 Farnett, he, he's just he's one of those guys that wants to win, and always has, and he's always a winner to us. And we just appreciate having him on the show. We sure do. This means a lot to us. Parnelli, thank right. you so much for coming on, and uh, I hope we can always have you on. Uh, it's very gracious of you to join us. Uh, All right. Well, I always love my relationship with Bud. He he treated me well, and he had the same feelings that I did. He wanted to win real bad, and and I think that's what made him and I great partners. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Parnelli. What, no uh, doubt about All right. It. And, thank and, you. Thank you for coming on, and uh, that's the great Parnelli Jones. Gosh, what a what stories he's got and to talk to him once a year is uh not often enough but we're going to take a break now and come back and do our last segment with uh, nelson crozier you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg there's no points racing here greg perry ronnie and nelson are racing to win you're listening to start your engines on fox sports 1498.3 fm Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I ain't flat tie. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John B. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. 
Hey, Plante. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Want to text the show? Download our app to use the Elite Audio text line. Search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster, in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs at 864-585-8282. That's 585-8282 or visit TrentLancaster.com. Kenny Montgomery Scott LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Every now and then we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and the Boat Ramp Marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Drink run. Here we go. McCafe coffees, shakes, and drinks. Ain't no thing. You the man. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. We love you. That's right. You the champ. The Drink Run Champ. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Own the Drink Run, Kevin. Own it. Now at McDonald's, get any flavor large Minute Maid slushy for $2. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. A la carte only. Minute Maid is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Welcome back to Start Your Engines on the Beacons from the Beacon Drive-In Studios here in Spartanburg. And uh, we're going to forego your opening there, uh, Nelson, and go straight to you. How are you this morning? Oh, doing pretty good. Um, had quite a- I forgot, Perry. What can I say? <laughs> we, uh, we make mistakes, too. You won last week with Kurt Busch and, uh, with our, our little uh, pick 'em 
segment so uh congratulations on that you've got three wins ronnie's got four and greg and i have one each and jeans you have to get one so uh i did start like that yeah you did but you're 17 times nobody won so there's plenty of opportunity you're uh but you won it this past uh week there at bristol and um what controversies or comments or silly season things do you have in um in the wake of the bristol race oh uh couple things. Uh, Kyle Bush got accosted by a fan on the way back to his motor coach, and uh, there was some pushing and shoving before uh, crew members and the police uh, got him separated. But it's created quite a stir in the fact that, uh, you know, the fans now have too much uh, access to the drivers. Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag, uh, but, you know, when you get alcohol involved or tempers involved, you know, a lot of things can happen, but you know, the fans have got to uh, police themselves and stay under control. Now, um, was that in the in the motorhome area between the pits and the motorhome, or how did that happen? Uh, go, uh, going from the uh, track out uh, to the motorhome, uh, Bristol has it pretty well uh, separated, but uh, Kyle was getting ready to go out, uh, as I understand it, on the uh, golf cart. And the fan accosted the uh, motor coach driver, uh, and then uh, Kyle and some other people got involved in it. Uh, but uh, just a word to the fans: uh, be respectful, or you know your uh, access to the drivers is going to be reduced. Uh, so far as other news this week, Brian Sperber, uh, who's the head out of Phoenix, he's leaving, and uh, no replacement's been uh, found. Uh, a big cave motor sports was sold at auction uh, and front row won the auction uh, $2.08 million. Uh, uh, they said the team had $44 million in debt. So wow. you know, that doesn't bode well. But at any rate, uh, front row, uh, you know, assuming everything's approved, uh, now has an additional charter. Uh, you know, uh, talk about Martin Truex going to the 41 car if. Uh, you know, Kirk Bush leaves, and uh, 78 car does not find additional uh, sponsorship. Uh, Barney Fisher owns the 48, uh, I'm sorry, the 78, uh, said he's not going to fold the team, but he, by the same token, he does not want to fund it out of his pocket. So they're looking for a sponsor for 14 or more races. Well, once again, that's what, I don't know who said it first. I remember Junior Johnson saying, if you want to make a small fortune in racing, or if you want to make a small fortune, just start a racing team, and uh, you'll go from a large fortune to a small fortune. Uh, that's quite true. Uh, you know, and speaking of Junior Johnson, Carol uh, Chimpu and Junior won uh, you know, uh, the Southern 500 40 years ago uh, this weekend. Yeah, we just had Parnelli Jones on talking about when he ran the Southern 500 62 years ago. Yeah, well, you know, that's a long time ago, but by the same token, you've got uh, Russell McGriff still running. You've uh, uh, got Red Farmer, who runs the short track down at Talladega, and uh, who knows how old Red really is, because he never had a birth certificate. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Well, uh, Greg was telling me, uh, he stepped out for a minute, but he was telling me you had some lug nut uh, news to talk about. Uh, yes, uh you know, there were four teams that got uh, four crew chiefs across that's course, uh, different series were suspended following uh, penalties from, uh, you know, last week at Bristol. Three of them for uh, lug nut violations. Uh, 
The 22 Xfinity car crew chief got suspended. They had three or more loose or missing lug nuts. Uh, so, you know, lug nuts continue to be uh, a major problem. Uh, you know, tire changes, they're blaming it on the new lug wrenches. Uh, the thing is, you've got to know your lug wrench. You've got to know how long it takes you to get it tight. And it's more important to get the lug tight than it is to get out first on the racetrack. Are, are, are they still having the lug wrenches? You just you don't get the same one every week or every day. It's it's just they're just doled out by NASCAR. That they're still doing that. They're doled out an hour before the race. Uh, not only the lug nut, but all the regulators and hoses, uh, as well as the lug wrench. So you don't really have a heck of a lot of time to get familiar with your equipment, as far as that goes. No, you don't. I mean, for years, you know, Ingersoll ran. Uh, uh, James Hurd and uh, his grandfather Howard uh, had supplied the lug wrenches and you know, very, very few problems out of them. But, uh, you know, some of the teams had uh, come up with their own modifications, uh, using different gases, uh, using helium instead of nitrogen in the guns. As NASCAR thought, well, they've got an edge there, so we're going to put a hole through it. I hadn't heard that, but let me, I want to touch on something else, uh, Nelson, the uh, terrible crash they had last week at Pocono with uh, Robert Wickens. Um, I, I predict that next year the uh, Indy cars will have that halo that the uh, Formula One cars use now. What, what do you think about that? I mean, he he was, he's alive, but he got terribly beat up. I think he's got two broken legs, a broken arm and a, a spinal injury. A spinal injury and uh, even a spinal cord injury. Mm. So uh, that's the most serious uh, of the injuries, and they haven't decided what uh, you know the next step is uh, on that. But yes, they need to put the halo on the Indy cars, and they probably need to put some sort of uh, tire protection on uh, where the cars, if they run tires together, they don't launch like you did. Well, you know, I thought they had a tether or something on there. Well, not not a tether, but, uh, you know, just like the open wheel modified. If you run up with your right front on somebody's uh, left rear tire or, uh, you know, your left front on the right rear, it's going to launch you like a rocket ship. And, you know, that's pretty much what happened. He tore out a bunch of the fence there at South Pocono. Yeah, but I mean, and I agree with you. We, we don't want to see anybody hurt, and, and that, we don't even have to say that, but. I mean, this has been since the first two open wheel cars raced each other uh, over a, a century ago. I mean, if if you open wheel cars touch wheels, there's somebody's it, it usually doesn't come out too well for somebody. Well, here's the uh, deal: whether it's open wheel, whether it's a full bodied stock car, the drivers don't respect uh, the equipment and each other uh, like they need to. Uh, when the drivers used to own uh, the race car or be a big part of the race team, where they knew if, if they didn't have a good finish or they swapped the car, they might not race next week. Nowadays, the driver's mentality, and I'm not saying this across the board, but so many of them, okay, I tear up a car, you know, we pull another one out of the trailer and go on our way. You know, so why does it cost an extra hundred or two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars that weekend? It's uh, it's going to be addressed one way or the other. I, I don't know. 
unless they put some sort of nerf bars on there and which to me would would ruin open wheel racing uh that's just always going to be a uh, they they're going to have to address it with the halo or maybe something else uh, uh more of a jet fighter type canopy or cockpit uh but if they're not open wheel cars anymore you know I, that's uh that's taking away the the essence of the sport i agree with oh, Nelson. Yeah, no, it's, it's, i'm not saying get rid of the open wheels on it but like you said a nerf bar or something uh you know that protect protect the tire to tire deal I was just going to say, I, I agree with you too, Nelson. I think it just goes back and more into the driver's hands and the driver's attitude these days is how much they respect each other and the equipment. I mean, if you bang wheels, you know, there's going to be consequences. Well, I think on a one-mile track, or what, what is Gateway, a mile and a quarter, I think it is. I mean, that's it's that's a tight well, track. I that's, that's I think it's just under a mile, but I'm not positive. I think it's a mile and a quarter, but I could be wrong. But anyway, no matter, it's like a – it's it's like a little bit bigger Martinsville and with Indy cars on it, you know, I'm not sure what they're going to be running, but they're uh, uh, they're fast and it's going to be close quarters and that happens tonight at 8.30. Yeah, so, it'll be interesting. Of course, you've got to qualify at Road America with Bill Elliott uh, at 12.30 today. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of racing this weekend even though we don't have any cup racing. And the, uh, of course, the the Road America race was won by Spartanburg's own Jeremy Clements last year, so uh, I guess I would like to see Jeremy Clements and Bill Elliott <laughs> banging doors coming down to the finish. Well, that's true, and, you know, uh, banging doors is part of stock car racing, uh, but, you know, uh, spinning somebody uh, for the win, that's not my idea of racing. Uh, you know, last lap, if you get them a little out of shape, well, okay, but I'd like to see uh, no contact racing for the win. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I know Jeremy uh, had contact last year and uh, ended up ended up winning. He was a spin and win, not quite the same as Danny Sullivan, but uh, that's the way he pulled it off last year. Nelson, we appreciate it. We're not going to have a show next week because of University of South Carolina football. So uh, – um, if you go down to Darlington, say hi to everybody for us, and uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. You got it. I will be down to Darlington, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll see a lot of nostalgia, uh, paint schemes, and uh, attire, and uh, you'll have a great race. I'm looking forward to getting your report on that. And that's Nelson Crozier, our expert commentator. I would put him up against anybody. He's always got the news, and. Uh, I know we don't have very much time at all, maybe a minute. We've got the, uh, of course, the trucks are running Sunday up at um, uh, Johnson, the Johnsonville 180. Uh, that's in, um, that's in Canada. And no, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, 2.30 tomorrow, I believe that is. We got the uh, Johnsonville 180 is actually the Xfinity race today that Bill Elliott and Jeremy Clements will be in. And uh, tonight is the Bon Marito Auto Group 500, which I guess that's a 500K, but that's at 8 uh, tonight on NBCSN at Gateway International Raceway in um, Illinois. It's, uh, it's across the river. The, the name of the town's escaping me here. What, what's uh, um, Anyway, that's uh, coming up. And then uh, one thing I want to tell real quick. They've already run a dirt track race last week at uh, 
um, the Alan Crow Memorial at um, DuCoin. They're going to run uh, Springfield. I've got that backwards. It's DuCoin is coming up on Labor Day. It's a mild dirt track for ARCA. And uh, I tell you, that's the throwback to the old days, and the ARCA boys still do it on dirt. It's a lot of show to cram into an hour, boys. I don't know how we did it. And uh, actually, I got a lot more to use here, but we'll never make it. So everybody take it easy. We'll see you in two weeks and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC.